This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by TaylorMade. Try the all-new Tour Response, a tour-quality urethane ball that doesn't cost as much as a ball played on tour, only from TaylorMade. Visit TaylorMadeGolf.ca to learn more. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully. What? Nothing. It's a card from my dad. What is it? Wait. (laughs) Dear son, happy Festivus? What is Festivus? It's nothing. It's nothing. When George was growing up, his father hated all the commercial and religious aspects of Christmas, so he made up his own holiday. Oh, and another piece of the puzzle falls into place. And instead of a tree, didn't your father put up an aluminum pole? Uh, I'm going to watch you happy now! I'm out of here. Happy Festivus. It's Festivus. When George was growing up, his father... It's nothing. It's a stupid holiday my father invented. It it, it doesn't exist. Happy Festivus, Georgie. Frank invented a holiday? He's so prolific. Oh, welcome to Golf Talk Canada and Adam, our 10th annual Festivus special right here on TSN Radio, Coast to Coast, iHeartRadio app. And for the first time ever, Festivus, you can watch us on TSN 2 this morning as well. How good is that? And we've both been around a little bit. Good to be back in studio. Yeah, it's nice to be back in studio. It's nice to, uh, I always like the show better when we're together. Now, Bob's on vacation, but Bob's going to jump in with us this morning. Uh, bottom of the hour mm-hmm. to give us his feats of strength and his grievances. And that's what today is about. We're going to get into a lot today. We're going to do uh, winners, weird and what of the season. We're going to give you some future bets for next mm-hmm. year with our TSN Edge segment. But we're really here to air the grievances and acknowledge the feats of strength in our festival special uh, in golf, I might add. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> sometimes we go off the rails. Could be a long show without that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially considering we're still 18, 19 months into this special COVID land yeah. that we're all of it and so let's kind of keep it golf related although sometimes those things are going to cross over actually and we'll hear it later because we have some special guests joining us and one of our special guests discussing his feats of strength and his grievances talks about a betting parlay that actually went wrong that player played in the PGA Tour. So, so guess, okay, so, a little teaser little for teaser you. There. There. Coming yeah. up at the bottom, uh, no, top of uh, hour two. Just before the top the, of hour yes, two. Exactly. All right, we'll yeah. do that later on the show. Lots to get to. Uh, before we get to it, and before, because, you know, I could kick this off with a rant right now about something that's upsetting. You might me. have to. But before we do, you were in Spain. I was in we, Spain. We got our, you know, yeah. and we just got back from, both of us just got back from California together with Bob. Our friends from TaylorMade had us down. Uh, we saw next year's product. It's something. Can't say anything. Yeah. I know if you go on social media right now, you'll probably see it, but we're still not going to yeah. say exactly yeah. what it is. But, but wow, uh, looks great, feels great, ball speeds are up. That's all I'm going to say. But before we get to that, Spain. Yeah, so, so first of all, the, the, the product. And yes. uh, you'll see some videos coming out in early 2022 once the product's been released. And you'll see the excitement in Mark's face and my face <laughs> I, I and Bob's nice. face. We actually, there's a, a high five we have. We, we're shooting some video uh, with our good friend Tomo Bystead. Yes. And we saw some of the numbers coming off from the new product. And wow. When you th- uh, flew it 326? Yes. 
I was like, do you ever see the uh, NBA All-Star game where the guy nails the 10 dunk and they all come running off the bench and they're holding each other back? Yeah, that was me. That was it. That was me on the range. When you, when you hit it 326 airborne, I was yeah. like, feet of strength of the year, right? That could be my feet of strength. Right there. I flipped out. It was oh, awesome. But we're so excited for everyone to see the new product, and we'll have lots of interviews, and we shot a lot of great content last week in Carlsbad. But getting back okay, to Spain. Okay, I got to know, because... Uh, you know, I couldn't go for yes. work obligations. Uh, TJ Rule, Golfway Tours, our, our good friend TJ went. You had a great group of uh, PGA of Canada professionals, yourself and the Hound Dog. And the Hound Dog, the when, MVP of the trip. Yes. yes. Uh, so tell us about the trip. We were So we were all over. It was Malaga and Marbella. We were hosted by some wonderful, wonderful hotels, played some unbelievable golf courses, most notably, of course. Obviously, Valderrama is the one everyone asks. Valderrama. So a couple of great things about Valderrama. They have guest tee times every day from 12 until 2. So if you want to go play Valderrama, you can go to Spain and play Valderrama. Very playable. Very playable. So is it very similar to, say, like... Royal County exactly. Down in the sense where it's, you know, it's a member's club, but yes. open it up to international guests. Yes. Because, because they, they know, they know how much of a spectacle, I guess you could right. call it. Yeah. It's, it's a showcase event. Like if you go to Spain and you're playing golf, it's a course that you'd love to play twice if you have the financial means to. Right. Because it's not very long. It's very playable. It's very tight. If you miss your spot by a hair, mm-hmm. you're chipping out sideways. Right. And, you know, the Matthew Fitzpatrick won at Valderrama about six weeks prior to when we played. It's six under par for four rounds. So you can tell how difficult it was. But right. when we played, we had the Sunday pins. Which was, I saw some of the Instagram posts. And which was pretty special, yeah. So it was an all-around great trip. Also played Finca Cortesin, who's hosting the 2023 Solheim Cup. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be fun to see as well. Really enjoyed our time in Spain. Thanks to all those who followed us on our Golf.Canada social media And we're going to see feeds. some more stuff later on Yeah, so early 2022, you'll see interviews being released. We'll air some of them on, on TV. They'll all be on our YouTube channel. Awesome. So it was just a, a very memorable trip. All right, loved it. Uh, how this is working today, we should let everybody know. It is Festivus. So we are going to give away something. We're going to give away. We thought we were going to do oh, with some golf balls today or wedges. Uh-uh. No. Our friends at TaylorMade, once again, Nick, steps up and goes, you know what? Let's give away some P790s. That's right. This is the hottest iron on the planet, the brand-new TaylorMade P790s. If you want to share your feet of strength in the game of golf, it could be personal. It could be something you witness professionally, PGA Tour, etc. A feat of strength and a grievance in the game of golf, share it with us on Twitter or Instagram, at Golf Talk Canada, on Twitter or Instagram. If we use it on the show today, you're going to have a chance to win a set of P790s. You can tweet us at any time or hit us up on Instagram, at Golf Talk Canada, anytime in the next two hours. Some people have already submitted entries over the weekend. Uh, if we use it on the air, and we're certainly going to use a few, you're going to have a chance to win a set of P790 irons. We're going to do it today, a Festivus for the rest of us. But let's hit it up now with some news and headlines. News and headlines are brought to you by Sandbagger Hard Seltzer. Sandbagger, everybody knows one. Okay, Adam, I, I mean, I could kill the next 10 minutes on the next one, but I, I'm not going to do it because this is in my winner's weird of what of the year, and it might come up in, in, in grievances, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it kicks off news and headlines, and, it, and it's appropriate that this would kick off news and headlines in our Festivus show. In the middle of Greg Norman's presser, okay, at the shootout this weekend, his, his two-man team event, by the way, that he partners with the PGA Tour to put on, Okay, he does a news conference about the Live Golf Group, and in the news conference, the internet goes out. 
and he's unable to take questions. Oh. The, the how appropriate is that? That in a Saudi-backed golf tournament, the media is cut off and they're not allowed to ask questions. Well, it's very, you know, we we all have Zoom fatigue, as they've now coined the phrase. And, you know, back in the days of the Golf Talk Canada video podcast back in March and April of 2020, <laughs> sometimes the Wi-Fi would go out. We'd have to restart. I remember last year, Rory McIlroy was asked a question in a Zoom uh, sort of setting and the, the Wi-Fi went out. And I think one of the reporters actually swore because he didn't think he was live on mic. <laughs> this is just Zoom fatigue going rogue. Again, for Greg Norman, I, I love the, uh, the the Dr. Evil, Austin Powers sort of uh, quotation marks. Yeah. Okay, but. there's a quote here that it was absolutely shocking. The players are going to have the opportunity. Listen to this quote. The players are going to have the opportunity as independent contractors to play both tours. And I think that's fantastic. What dream planet is he living on? The, Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour, Keith Pelley, they've already come out and said, you go play this tour, you participate, you're, you're out. You're, you're out. You're gone. So what, what is this Is this gamesmanship? Or does he know something we don't? I think it's pure gamesmanship. I think it has to be on his point. He's always been someone to sell his brand, his, his product. When he was playing, now he's obviously not playing as much or once or twice a year. So I'm curious where this goes. But as we've talked about at length on this show, Unless someone really notable goes, players are playing for their legacy, for trophies. And they make millions of dollars doing that. But I just don't see them going this way to LIV. Thank you. And we will ask the question. We'll ask it later on in the show. What's your soul worth? Annika <laughs> Sorenstam uh, has not ruled out playing the uh, U.S. Women's mm-hmm. Open. Of course, she's the reigning U.S. Senior yep. Women's Open champion. Where she just annihilated that field. It was so impressive because she hasn't played com- competitive golf in, in ages. Mm-hmm. Comes out, grabs that, but now she gets the invite. And she's suggesting that, you know what? She's considering this. I'd love to see her play. I mean, she's won 72 times on the LPGA Tour. She saw what Phil Mickelson did last year at the PGA Championship. Something that will come up a number of times, Do you I think? think. Maybe, think maybe just might... a few times with her feats of strength, but she probably saw what Phil did becoming the oldest major champion ever and think, hey, maybe I can do the same thing. So if she does go on to play, that'd be awesome to see. It would be absolutely awesome to see. Uh, something that maybe our, our listening and viewing audience might have forgotten because it kind of happened earlier in the year, and it, it was bizarre. It certainly was a weird, mm-hmm. and then kind of went off the ra- radar. Uh, Thorbjorn Jolson had a bit of a, call it an episode, uh, Adam, yeah. at 30,000 feet yeah. in a plane. Uh, a few cocktails, a few sleeping pills were involved. Um, he inappropriate, inappropriately touched mm-hmm. a flight attendant mm-hmm. and uh, inappropriately used his seat on the plane as a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. But was cleared of all charges this week. Were you surprised to see? Cl- I thought we might get, you know, Guilty of a lesser charge because he was under the influence, and yeah. you know they deemed that maybe the intent was not. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I play one on radio on occasion. He got cleared. He got cleared. Sir, I mean, surprising for sure. But you know, we obviously weren't on that airplane. Some of the stories that were written were you know, horrifying to say the least. But yeah, he was cleared. That's uh, that's interesting. All right. So I said, or I claimed that Colin Morikawa was going to get to number one in the world pretty. Quickly, And I'd be surprised that when we started next year's calendar year, that very early, by the time we got to the West Coast, that Morikawa would likely be the number one player in the world. Now, he almost did. He had a chance to do it two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. which is a little quicker than I kind of even anticipated that he was going to get there. Five-shot lead. 
heading into the Hero World Challenge. He blows a five-shot. This is the first time we've seen Morikawa kind of look like a human. Yeah. He had a lot going on in his life. He just got engaged. Mm-hmm. He just won the DP World Tour. Uh, he's got a chance to be the second fastest player in history, only to Tiger Woods, to be number one in the world. How shocked were you to see the five-shot lead? And, of course, Victor Hovland, he played great and grabs his W. Yeah, you know what? People talk about the silly season, so you wonder if he wasn't sharp enough. But he had a five-shot lead. He was playing great. I think the most shocking thing was the fairway wood he had in, on the front nine. They had the pro tracer on it, and we all know he plays a five-yard cut on every shot he ever hits. And this thing snap-hooked crazily, you know, 30 yards left, and you never see Morikawa hit a shot like that. I was certainly surprised. But I think this is something he'll take and he'll learn from this because he's so even-keeled. You know, we saw even after after winning the Open Championship just how poised he was, you know, beating a big group and, you know, thanking the crowd moments after. What kind of poise for, for a, what, 24-, 25-year-old guy to do this? So, like you said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's back in the winner's circle shortly. And I know you have some futures bets that we'll get to later. We're going to do show that later for, on in the show uh, for maybe sure. with a green jacket, perhaps. But it's are uh, these two names that we need to get used to for 2022? Morikawa and Hovland. And Hovland. You you, you kind of have to think so, no? Well, Hovland had that great quote at the end of 2020, saying his chipping sucks, and he had to work on his chipping, and now, now it doesn't it. suck. Did you see it in Mayakoba a few oh, weeks yeah. ago? I mean, short-siding himself on some on some greens you just don't want to be, and his chipping was spot on. So he's especially he, in super grainy spots too. So right? He's addressed that. Yeah. So if he's addressed that, that inside fifty around the green, mm-hmm. I gotta think he's gonna. He's already in the top ten in the world, but I think now we start pushing to the top five. As long as remember at the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines when he. Is that the range? And he had a shot, and the sand went in his eye or something. And as long as he maybe wear some sunglasses, maybe wear the aviators like Phil Victor. But no, Victor Hovland has a great uh, positive outlook for 2022. All right, we're gonna get to some futures later on in the show. Uh, Quickly wrapping up news and headlines: USGA announces the adaptive championship for uh, disabled championship, which is great. You know, our good friend Todd Kier said uh, did a lot of great work in Canada this year, getting uh, getting uh, that off the ground in this country. Mm -hmm. So well done, Todd. Well done, USGA. Guess who's back? We were in California. We were on the range getting to hit the brand new tailor-made product. And everybody's phone lit up. And everybody went nuts. And Bob got pulled off the range. You got to do a sports center hit. And he got yanked. Why? Because Tiger Woods announced that he will be playing the father and son this week with Charlie. We're going to talk Tiger next. What to expect? What What did we think when we heard the news? Where could it go from here? Because there is, you know, is it, are we going to overreact to this? But, you know, watching some of those rain sessions, you never Hard know. not to. Exactly. Don't forget, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram, at Golf Talk Canada. Share your feet of strength. Share your grievance in the world of golf, at Golf Talk Canada, Twitter and Instagram. Your chance to win P790s. We'll do it on the other side. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was presented by TaylorMade. Try the all-new Tour Response, a tour-quality urethane ball that doesn't cost as much as a ball played on tour, only from TaylorMade. Visit taylormadegolf.ca to learn more. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by smartgolfdeals.com. The smartest way to shop for golf. 
Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. It is a festivus for the rest of us. Weeksy on holiday. Scully uh, and Zacchino with you. And uh, Bob's going to jump in by phone, though, mm-hmm. and share his feats of strength and his grievances. And, probably running or something. Yeah, he's probably gone on a running vacation, yeah. is my guess. Uh, up a mountain somewhere? I yeah. don't know. We'll find out. Um, also, uh, we will get his thoughts on the PNC Championship uh, because huge news broke that... Tiger Woods, uh, only, well, how many months is this removed, Adam? This is 10 months. 10 months removed from a car accident that potentially could have ended his career now. Or his life. Or his life, yeah. Yeah. Because that was, obviously, when we got the images of what happened in L.A. around the Genesis, it, it was shocking to all of us when we saw the images. Frightening, yeah. We didn't know if you... Can you walk again? Like we didn't, you know, he was in the middle of of his back, his last back surgery, uh, recouping from that. We didn't know how his therapy was going, where in the process that was. Obviously, this interrupted that. Yes. So, you know, is the was the back ever going to be healthy again? Never mind the leg. Like there were so many mm-hmm. questions. I don't think any of us thought he'd be playing golf on television this year, yeah. in the same calendar year. Here we are, Adam, 10 months later, again, 36 holes in a golf cart with his son. Okay? He doesn't have to do any heavy lifting here. Here, This is not. We all know what this is. That aside, though, this is, this is a feat of strength. This is a major league feat of strength. To think of, like you mentioned, the photos, the images we saw of Tiger's car in late February, that big crash. He even mentioned amputation was on the table. And when he posted that social media a clip of hitting the nine iron uh, a couple Sundays ago, and that just broke the internet just like this. And I have to give credit here to our program director, Jeff McDonald. Who's a huge Tiger fan. Huge Tiger fan. fan. He was the first guy who brought up to me anyway about the PNC Father-Son Championship, how that could be a possibility for Tiger. Okay, I did not know this. So is J-Mac a a Tiger insider? Maybe he's part of Tiger's team. Maybe he's (laughs) there on the range. Maybe he's part of those. But for Tiger Woods, this is just an unbelievable story. Who cares what he shoots this weekend? Who cares? He's back playing with his son, which is the most important thing. And, I mean, will he play in the PGA Tour again? He says he will. It's going to take some time. But, you know, like you mentioned, the last time we saw a Tiger on camera previous, we saw the car crash or the videos or in, uh, images of the car crash. We saw that, in, that interview with Jim Nance at Genesis, and he didn't seem too optimistic about his back injury. But as we've talked about before, he is, he's so stubborn. He works so hard. He's never going to give up no matter what. And the fact that he's playing golf on television the same year that he nearly lost his life is simply mind-boggling. So kudos to Tiger. So I find a few things interesting. I find a lot of this interesting. But but a couple of the things I really find interesting is if we go back a week prior to us, our phones lighting up, mm-hmm. he had a press conference at the Hero World Challenge. Yep. Okay. And in the press conference, a few things stood out that I also found that they con- there was contradictions. The first one being... I. I don't have to climb the mountain again. You know, I've done that, been there, done that. I don't need to do that ever again, improve myself and climb the mountain. Now, Nota Begay, who's very close to Tiger Woods, came out and said, he laughed when he heard that because he goes, if you know anything about this yeah. guy, this guy's just about climbing mountains, mm-hmm. okay? The other thing he, I found was interesting, Adam, is he, he suggested, I'll never be a regular PGA Tour player again, that I'm going to pick my spots, play the big events, spotty schedule. Hello? 
That's all we've seen the last five, six, seven years is is a spotty yeah. schedule. So there's no change here. So how do you interpret that? Do, do you interpret that as I'm going to play the four majors, I'm going to play the players' championship, I'm going to play you know Jack's event, maybe Arnie's event. I don't know. Like, are we eight, nine, ten events a year? Again, it's been spotty the last five, six years. But assuming he gets healthy enough to participate on a PGA Tour level again, which could happen sooner than we think, how did you translate that? I mean, I think so. He's never been one to play back-to-back weeks heading into a major championship. So what I read into that is he'll sort of he'll play a major championship, have a tune-up event, play another major championship, and so on and so forth. So forth. Do I see him playing in the FedEx Cup? No. I, I, I don't. I don't think the tour will like that. I mean, maybe he will. I could be totally off base here. But I see him playing, you know, the four major championships. I see him playing the Players' Championship if he's healthy enough to play this year's Players' Championship because that's in March. Who knows how what his status will be at that point in terms of walking. But, yeah, I see the four major championships, four other tournaments, and maybe one of the FedEx Cup events if he's up to it. I'm not really sure. Okay, question for you. Yep. Uh, I, f- I forget who I was having a chat with in California. It might have been Tomo. Mm. Not 100% sure. We started pointing at the Players' Championship on the calendar, which is yeah. roughly three months away. Um, it's, it's in Florida, so he doesn't have to get on a plane. Now, mind you, when those guys fly, he's flying private, et cetera. But, I mean, this is, you know, this is up the coastline from his house. Mm-hmm. It is a short golf course by modern-day standards. Uh, players who win the Players' Championship tend not to hit a lot of drivers. They'll hit the odd driver on a par 5 here or there, but they're, they're hitting a lot of hybrids, irons, three woods off the tee. So it's short. Doesn't need to rip out it. It's flat mm-hmm. by modern-day standards. And Florida, typically, even though it's March, is warmer in March than making efforts to play on the West Coast in February. The West Coast swing in February, trust me, I've worked it 9,000 times. It is the coldest stretch of golf on the PGA Tour we play all year. From from Torrey Pines, uh, through Pebble Beach, through to Genesis. I mean, you get at least two days every week, at least two, sometimes the whole week, where it is, you know, it's a high of 55 Fahrenheit, 52 Fahrenheit, it's damp, it's cold, it's not the place when you're trying to treat a leg, a back, etc. to be. Could we see him at Sawgrass? I think that's the most, yeah, I, I don't see him playing any of the uh, the Western Swing like you mentioned. Sawgrass, maybe Bay Hill. I don't think he'll make his debut at the Masters. I think it'll be. I think he. I think he'll Mind want you, to play. He has done that before, though. He's done that before, but that was a different, different circumstance guy. with you know what was going on back in 2010. Right. I I think he'll want as a competitor, because as he's mentioned before, he doesn't show up to a tournament without having the the intention of winning. He's not just going to show up and shoot 73 twice and head home Friday evening. Right. I think he'll want to play the players or Bay Hill. Will he be able to? I mean, looking at his swings, obviously he mentioned in his press conference he loves the moving it up. He loves playing a forward tee now. We have no idea how far he's actually hitting the golf ball. No. His swings look great. Right. We'll see this weekend. Practice for four or five days. Real practice sessions yeah. on the range at the Hero. Yeah, and you know we'll see. You know we're all into the ball speed and clubhead speed. We'll we'll see some of those numbers this weekend, depending on how many drivers he actually hits. So. 
But for Tiger, it's I think it's really up to up to that right leg. He'll have to strengthen that. He still has that that mm-hmm. sleeve going, and he'll he'll have that le- that right leg sleeve going for. I think a very long time, if not the rest of his career, he just has to build the strength up. Because, as you know, at Augusta National, it's all uneven lines. Yeah, just walking, legs... just walking Augusta is a challenge. This yeah. is obviously very different. But I will say this, Adam: Thank God it's his right leg. Yeah. Because if it was left leg, his post-up leg, we're probably not here mm-hmm. right now. So thank yeah. God it was his right leg. And I'll tell you something else: if he plays well this weekend, it's going to be really hard for all of us not to overreact to this. All of us overreacted to a three-second video at 11 a.m. on a Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. So if he plays well this weekend, it's going to be tough. But we're going to have to not overreact Uh because we got to keep this in perspective. It's all good news, but but it's going to be hard. And I I don't know why, but I'm with you. He doesn't play anywhere unless he thinks he can play. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people this weekend. I really do. I think he's going to play well. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to get Bob's uh, reaction to this. Uh, Bob Weeks going to join us on the other side. He's going to give us our feats of strength, our grievances for the game of golf uh, for the year that was 2021. And we're going to talk a little Tiger as well with Weeksy on the other side. Don't forget, hit us up on Twitter, at Golf Talk Canada, Instagram, at Golf Talk Canada. Give us your feet of strength, your grievance for the year. If we use it on the air, you're going to have a chance to win a set of P790s from our friends at TaylorMade here on the Festivus. For the rest of us, we'll do it on the other side. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. It is Zucchino, it is Scully, and it is a Festivus special. Again, hit us up on Twitter. We've got some people jumping in. We've had people jumping in Twitter and Instagram all weekend. We're going to get to that in the next segment and share some of the uh, feats of strength and grievances from our audience um, on what happened in the year of golf in 2021. There's a lot of people agreeing with me as well, Adam, with the um, the uh, Greg Norman live golf. Surprise, surprise. So I'm not alone in, uh, in, in asking the question, what's your golf soul worth, Adam? Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the same thing with the, the Zoom fatigue, with Zoom wi- Wi-Fi going out. Yes. And we've been fortunate throughout the time we've done Zoom stuff. We never really had any. We've been lucky. Yeah. Golf Talk Canada has been lucky, yeah, knock yeah. on wood, yeah. right? Uh, of course, I lost my mind in the oh. spring oh. Uh, where I became the, I, all of a sudden the most you know, political golf guy in the country, ah, yes. losing my mind. I'm when, sure that'll come up as when well. Our, when our premier decided he was going to close outside. Yeah. I didn't realize there were keys to outside, Adam. You just can't go out there. That was one of the strangest stretches of life, period. I know what you do with those boys and the pops. (laughs) I know. You don't just play golf. Boys and pops. All right. Joining us now, our co-host, our friend, our buddy, our pal, who was... Your partner. Our partner, yes. Weeksino one and one Bob, how are we feeling today? I know you're on vacation, but uh, normally, Weeksino gets to play Team Recoil in a match. Now, Team Recoil is Adam Scully and Nick Orbridge from TaylorMade. And as you know, we are 81-1 and career against them. But you and I are leaving California 1-1 this time, and we did not get our rematch. Adam brought in two new partners to try to take us down, and he was successful in one of those matches. 
Well, I think we should point out that Nick Obrich, who was in charge of, of selecting his replacement, and in, in, in what, doing that, he uh, put Tomo Bystead, who played NCAA collegiate golf, mm -hmm. yes. and then he put LPGA Tour player Rebecca Lee Bentham on the other, <laughs> other one. That's solid I mean, recruiting right do, there. I kind of, I'm kind of smelling something here. You know, I'm suspecting that uh, uh, since Nick and, and Adam couldn't do it together, he's finding, bringing in recruits that are, hmm, well, pretty, uh, pretty strong recruits, let's just put it that way. I think it's a compliment, Bob, to, to you and I that they had to go to the NCAA level and the LPGA Tour level to try to take us down. And we still came out one and one. So yeah. I, I'm going to pat us on the back, Bob, and I'm going to start right now with Weeksino is a feat of strength in 2021, Bob. <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, Bob, start off. How, where do you want to go? Cup half full or cup half empty? How are you starting? Well, let's go cup half full. Nice. I got I got a few uh, a few that I'll run through here. Um, I, I thought one of the great stories in golf in Canada this year was, and you guys touched on it a little bit in the uh, in the news and headlines, was the All Abilities Championship uh, that we had both on an Ontario level and on a national level for the first time. Golf Canada put one up, it was, and rightly so held it at Humber Valley. Golf Ontario mm -hmm. has had it for a few years, and our as you mentioned, our buddy Todd Kirsted was the guy driving that that bus in a lot of ways. Uh, how about Brooke Henderson getting her 10th win on the LPGA Tour? Um, I thought Roger Sloan getting into the playoff at Wyndham was great. Um, Mike Wan taking over the USGA is a great move, although it's also, I could also put it in the other category because it'll mean a lot fewer rants for, uh, for Mark <laughs> now, that, now that his buddy Mike Davis is gone. And then finally, you touched on this one too, uh, golfers in Ontario kind of banding together. Yeah to pressure the government to open up uh, the golf courses finally. So there you go. There's my list. Yeah, and Bob, you know, you mentioned right there at the end uh, how golfers in Ontario sort of banded together with what was, like I mentioned a couple minutes ago, one of the strangest times we'll ever see in life, period, full stop. Uh, you mentioned Brooke Henderson there, and we are going to discuss Brooke Henderson in our Year in Review special uh, airing on TSN and around the holiday season as well. But she picked up her 10th career LPGA victory, but, Bob, for you looking ahead to next year, what are your expectations for Brooke? What does Brooke have to do to maybe get back in the, in the winner's circle uh, on a major championship stage? Does she have to improve her short game? What's your outlook for Brooke for 2022? Well, the first red flag that comes up for me is the driver rule that's going to limit the mm. length of a driver to 46 inches. Now, Brooke plays a 48-inch driver and chokes down on a 2-inch. It's something she's always done throughout her career. And she has said that, you know, when she uses a regulation length driver, in other words, doesn't choke down on the driver, it doesn't work that well. So that's that's a big concern for me going into the new year. I'm sure she's going to spend some time uh, trying to figure that out and work on it. Um, but I think I think bigger picture, she's at sort of a crossroads in her career right now. You know, she saw, rocketed up there, and yes, she won this year, but in some ways, uh, based on her past performance, she's kind of plateaued. So how do you get better? How do you get back in major championship wins. She was in the top 25 in all five majors, so it's not like a bad year. But to take another step forward, I think she needs to sort of look, get some critical eyes on her, look at her game. We know her short game is, is the, the, the weak part. She admits it. She admits her putting, and as Mark and I have talked about, you know, it's not bad putting, it's just streaky putting. So how do you uh, even out the highs and the lows and then get those wedges a little more dialed in? So I think she's got to make some, some choices, some hard choices. Uh, we'll see what happens if, if Brittany stays along. Don't forget, yeah. Brittany got married last year. So maybe she 
might want to have a family life instead of a, a caddy life. We don't know. So um, I think it'll be interesting to see what uh, Brooke Henderson arrives on the first tee for the first tournament with next year. All right, Bob, and uh, the uh, USGA and RNA with the 48-inch driver rule, that might come up a little bit in grievances Maybe. later in the show. <laughs> just just, a, just, a just thought, saying. just saying, possibly. Okay, uh, speaking of grievances, Bob, you've got to have some for the world of golf in the year that was 2021, so give us the other side of the, give us the cup half empty. Well, of course, the cancellation of both our national championships for the second year in a row, that was really disappointing. Um, and it just, it just hurts because those are big, big moments for, for Canadian golf, not for Canadian golf fans, for Canadian golfers uh, to see the PGA Tour. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens next year. Uh, the first tournament will be in June. And we know that you have to get vaccinated to get across the border. How many, how many players and caddies will that restrict uh, on both tours? So... Uh, you know, that, that's a hard one to do. I think the other thing was the assault on, on municipal golf, uh, not just in Toronto. We, we know about it in Toronto because we live and breathe it every day, and there's been some, uh, some, some movement forward a little bit on that. But right across the country, municipal golf is the, really the heartbeat. It's where a lot of us learned how to play, where we hit our first shots. Uh, and I think the attack on it is something that we have to be very, very wary of as a golf community. And, and be able to fight back and not play defense so much. We've got to get some offense out there and show the world and show those disbelievers and those people who think golf is just a sport for rich, uh, you know, rich old people, that, that that's not the case. Yeah, I, that, that narrative is just so old, especially at a municipal level. And, uh, and it's not like these courses are empty, Bob, right? These courses are full. They're making money. There's, there's all different types of people from all different walks of life, including juniors. They can only access golf as well via subway, right? Let's, not rem- let's f- remember, we live in a huge city. There's only, what, three cities in North America larger than Toronto, and we're going to now cut off golf from anyone who doesn't own a, own, a, own a vehicle as well. There's just so much wrong with it, so I'm with you on that. Okay, let's switch gears here for a few minutes while we still have you because Adam and I, we just, you know, we just talked Tiger, Bob. And the last thing I said uh, to Adam was, how hard is it going to be for all of us not to overreact if Tiger plays well this weekend? What do you expect? <laughs> Well, I expect overreaction, <laughs> one, way, one, one way or the other. That's all. That's what Tiger does. You know, that's what he brings to the table. With, no matter what he does, it's the first good shot he hits. We're all going to be saying, uh, "Look out!" You know, Augusta get him fitted for another green jacket. The first bad <laughs> shot he hits, we're going to be saying, "Well, that's it. He's going to retire." Uh, it's just the way it goes with Tiger Woods. But if we take a real kind of honest look at it, I think it's just kind of going to be good to see, you know, what kind of shape he's in. How much stamina does he have? Um, you know, let's see what he's like at the end of the round compared to the start of the round. Uh, does does the leg impinge on his swing in any way, shape, or form? We've seen some of those highlights on uh, of him on the range in in the Bahamas last week or two weeks ago. And so, you know, I think everyone's very positive. We're very excited. And this, listen, he's the greatest golfer of his generation, maybe of all time. And I think it's natural to kind of want this guy to come back yet again. And, and if he does, what a story it would be. But I hope that we kind of temper things and just say, man, he's still, you know, he's looking good. He's still a ways off. But I think uh, as long as Tiger's playing golf, then I think everybody should be happy. And I think the viewing, uh, the viewers, the audience, everyone who wa- who's watching is just going to see Tiger interact with his son and laughing because that, that was a highlight last year, just seeing them play together. Uh, Bob, we were talking about this in our last segment. You know, 10 months ago, Tiger Woods was in this car crash, and we thought, 
is he ever going to walk again? Is he going to survive this crash? But 10 months later now, he's playing golf on television. Just how remarkable of a feat is this that this guy nearly had his, was going to have his leg amputated and now he's playing golf on national TV? Well, the one thing about Tiger, as we've all come to learn, is in addition to being such a great golfer, he is absolutely relentless when it comes to looking after or trying to re resurrect his body. You know, I can't imagine what he's gone through, but I, I can guarantee you that whatever the, the program was, he stuck to it and he's done everything that he possibly can to try and get himself back into shape. And, and as you said, you know, he's come a long way. He talked about being in a hospital bed for basically three months. Uh, now to the point where he's actually able to play a little bit of golf and um, and you know he's he's kind of underselling things as he normally does he he always likes to say you know I don't know if I'll get back to where I was or whatever but mm -hmm. I think that's a cautious and probably a smart move I think you know you you under uh, under promise and over deliver so maybe Tiger will be like the Tiger of old and be able to, to, to challenge for a, a tournament title possibly a major but um, but I think it's just a re remarkable recovery to see him back playing any kind of golf <laughs> whether it's just a, a hit and giggle as he calls it or uh, or the next major all right bob and that's a great segue because before we let you go we, we've got to get a prediction we got to get some kind of idea you know adam and i were suggesting that west coast is likely out of the question it, a it's too close uh b the, the just the uh, the travel time zone cold damp weather on the west coast and i brought up the concept of hmm what about the Players' Championship? He goes into the World Golf Hall of Fame that week on the Wednesday as well. He becomes a World Golf Hall of Fame official member that Wednesday. Uh, TPC Sawgrass, a stadium course short by modern-day standards. Florida warmer in March than the West Coast is in February. Any chance we see him at the Players, Bob, if not the Players? In your mind right now, if you're throwing a dart at the calendar, where do you think we might see Tiger? Um, I think the first reaction I have to that, what you just said is, Tiger's not in the World Golf Hall of Fame. <laughs> 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 I would say 50-50 that he plays the players, and I would say 100% that we're going to see him at Augusta. That would be Whoa! my betting if I was going in that way. I, I don't it. think there's any way they're going to hold him back from Augusta National if, if we see what we see uh, in this PNC Championship. But I think he might wait it out. I think he's one of those guys who's now learned that coming back a little bit too early might not be the best thing. So I think he'll come back to exactly where he wants to, which is Augusta National. Well, Bob, there you go. You have it. And I hope you and I are uh, able to see that induction ceremony on the Wednesday night in person. That would be cool to see. I've never been yeah. to a World Golf Hall of Fame induction ceremony before, so if I'm going to do my first... Tiger's not a bad not one, bad. I think, to go check out. <laughs> That's so. a good place to start. Bob, Merry Christmas, and thank you, as always, for the year. It's uh, You're the best. I love working with you and Adam, and uh, and enjoy your vacation. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk over December for sure. So all the best to you and your family. Thanks. Merry Christmas to you. Great uh, great to get to be together with the trio for for another great season. Talk to you soon. Bye. -bye. Thanks, Bob. Later. Thanks, Bob. Bob Weeks uh, calling in from vacation with his feats of strength and grievances. And speaking of feats of strength and grievances, as it is Festivus, on the other side, a couple special guests. Mm. We're going to go to the Twitter and Instagram universe as well to uh, read uh, a couple of uh, uh viewers and listeners and what they think feats of strengths and grievances are and uh, we'll take it from there don't forget if you jump in on the show we use it on the air you got a chance at p790 irons from our friends at taylormade this is golf talk canada 
This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Zucchino and Scully with you as Festivus continues. And I got a, I got a, a, a grievance right now that I just remembered oh. that I didn't have on my list. Because at the top of the hour, we're going to do our feature strength yep. and grievances for the year. But I have a grievance I totally forgot about. We had to cancel the Can-Am Cup again. That's right. Due to COVID and all, two straight and just years. yeah, two straight yep. years. You know, it was uh, the border hadn't been fully open yeah. yet. They haven't they hadn't removed the the travel uh, restrictions yet. Uh, the government was still asking us not to travel if it wasn't for business, etc. Obviously, the Canada Cup is not business. Uh, now those are all removed. Yep. And the Canada Cup is going to be back on the calendar for October uh, oh, okay. of next year. Okay. Right. So we're looking forward to looking at a round of golf. So uh, we will rise from the ashes yes. and get stronger. But, man, that's a grievance to cancel uh, our Can-Am Cup and just golf events in general mm-hmm. that got squashed. Real yeah. sad. Okay, Adam, we've got a couple of special uh, guests that chimed in on, uh, on Festivus. So uh, off to, over to you, as, as we do on an annual basis, we have special guests call in or send us uh, audio of their feats of strength or that they air their grievances. And our first special guest, is none other than PJ Tour golfer, TSN golf analyst yes. at a time, Graham Dillette. Graham, let's hear your feats of strength and your grievances. Hey, it's uh, Graham Dillette. Thanks for the invite to be on. I haven't celebrated uh, Festivus in years. So uh, as per uh, tradition, uh, my annual grievance is that I missed out on all the crypto craze and that I still don't even understand what NFTs are. <laughs> My feat of strength was without question the five-team parlay that me and my buddies hit when we were down in Vegas for his 40th birthday. It was truly a Festivus miracle. Happy Festivus, everyone. <laughs> Look at that. That's great. Getting some TSN Edge content in there. I love it. He hits the five-team parlay. I hit a three-team when I was in Vegas a few weeks. So I understand this joy. Yeah. And, and well done, Graham. That's awesome. Uh, and... Uh, Unbelievable! What was it? What was his grievance again? Sorry, I missed his grievance there. The off the uh, top, the, the crypto. Oh, the crypto! Really, yeah. yeah, I wanted to. I don't understand it either. Yeah, it was buried in a mine I somewhere. I've had a few too many pucks fired at my head. Yeah, really, I can't follow yeah, it. Someone, yeah. uh, there's some fake currency living yeah. in an electronic universe somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, it's above my pay grade. Well, and another special guest we had, Kara uh, Wagland from Sports Center, and she has also her feats of strength and her grievances for 2021. Hey, this is Kara Wagland from Sports Center, and for Festivus, my feat of strength is after a terrible golf season. I actually got my butt out to the driving range two weeks ago at the end of November, and I could not have hit the ball better. I was feeling so down coming out of this season, and for some reason, I don't know what changed or what I did, but I have never hit the ball better. The downside, I now have to wait a few months before I can test it back out on the golf course, but it still felt pretty good heading into the new year. My grievance is fall golf 
at public golf courses. All the private courses are closed. I went out for a round um, in early November at a public course in Toronto that will remain nameless. And the tee times were so poorly organized that once we hit the back nine, it was so stacked up. There was a 45 minute wait for each hole. We ended up having to bail after the 10th hole because we just, it had been three and a half hours. We couldn't afford to waste any more time. And when we tried to talk to somebody about it, they wouldn't do anything for us. They wouldn't refund it. They wouldn't rain check it. It would be, we were basically told it is what it is. It was very frustrating. So my grievance is golf courses that do not plan things properly and let their tee time stack up. Have a great Festivus, everyone. Kara's right. I, I, I yeah. was going to bring this up uh, later uh, that when the golf boom happens, occasionally there are people, unfortunately, that fall into the greed lane. And 12-minute tee time intervals become 10. And 10-minute tee time intervals become 8. And then it could get shorter. And then they double sell. And they jam you out there because they take the cash grab. Because they went through a couple years of some thin times. Mm -hmm. And now it's all about the money. And they forget about the user experience. And unfortunately, Kara ran into those. But Kara, if you're listening or watching today, I'm going to tell you why things turned around for you. Because I bump into Carol all the time at the yeah. driving range. I was with Marty. Uh, him and I drove out to the East End. We went to a driving range. Mm-hmm. We were hitting some golf balls. This is just the most recent occasion. This was in the summer. But I- I've seen her at driving ranges before. She works hard at it. And she was practicing hard. And you know what I say, Adam? The answers are in the dirt. And she was grinding it out. And when you grind it out, answers of the dirt came around. Her game came around. And my gut tells me the way Carol works on her golf game. She's likely going to work like that throughout the winter indoors. Mm-hmm. So my guess is she's up for a good spring. So. There you go. There you go. There you go. And now, should we go to social media? Yeah, let's go to social media for a few. Okay, so let's go to Instagram here. Follow us at Golf Talk Canada on Instagram. Uh, Feet of strength from Case underscore JV. Having a few putts for Eagle this year. Grievance? Three putting Eagle. (laughs) Nothing worse. Nothing worse. Uh, We have Adriana Christina. Feet of strength. Hitting bombs down the fairway every drive. Grievance, couldn't chip if my life depended on it. <laughs> and then we have Brian, Brian Barch 90 my feet of strength. Ordered a set of P790s, and they showed up in July. Played my first round, shot a personal best of 72. Ooh, Brian, way to go. So his first time with the P790s, he shoots 72. Yes, but his grievance, only had a chance to play one round before I had to go in for a medical procedure that was going to knock me out for a month or so. Gave my brother my P790s to try for a while while I was not playing. He decided he liked them so much, he sent me a check back instead of giving back my iron. Still playing my old gamers. He has the new sticks. My little brother is such a weasel. Just saying. Brian, that is an unbelievable story. Oh, my. No good deed goes unpunished. Wow. Unbelievable. Wow. Oh my and the irons are that story. good. So, I, I, Brian, I don't blame your brother, but, I, you know, you shot your personal best. I got to tell you, I, I, the new P790s, they're a little sleeker. Mm-hmm. The ones that we're giving away, a little thinner. Nick, if you're listening today or watching today, I'm thinking of making the move. I, I'm, thinking, wow. I'm thinking of making the move. I hit them again when we were away. I have hit them at... Uh, How about the new product, too? Those irons well, the new product really good is, is fantastic, too. But I am thinking of making the, the move. Uh, to to the new 790 iron. Okay. I know. I am. I, I've even hit them. You know me. I like apples for apples comparisons. We did that with the new product, which we're going to air I on TV. I can't wait to show I that That's fantastic. That's be fun. But I've done it recently with my own irons yeah. and the P790 irons. Apples for apples. And, I mean, it's wow. just, it's hard not to make the move, you yeah. know? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 46 now, Adam. I'm not getting any faster. We're going to get to that in the next segment. But hit us up on Twitter and Instagram, at Golf Talk Canada. It is the Festivus for the rest of us. We just read a few. If we use them again on the air, we might have some opportunities to pop oh, some yeah. in. If we get a yep. good one the rest of the way, we've got another 60 minutes coming up. And you still got a chance to win a set of P790s from our friends at TaylorMade, the iron that I might be moving to. I don't know if that's a good endorsement. That's the new slogan, I think, right? The iron that just I might be moving iron, to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I got to consider those and the and the okay. new 70s. I haven't okay. decided yet where I'm going. But 70s think, look good, too. I know. Yeah. I know. Just the ball speeds are so quick off the 90s. Yeah. And I can still hit them because, you know, I'm not gifted at them. I can still flight them. You are a natural athlete. I, I'm a, I, yeah. <laughs> we'll do it next. On the other side, to kick off the hour two, Adam and I are going to share our personal feats of strength and grievances for the year of golf. This is Festivus. Coming up next, more GTC. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Thank you for listening to Hour 1 of GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television, weekly on the TSN Television Network. This is Hour 2 of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully. Nothing, it's a card from my dad. What is it? Wait. <laughs> Dear son, happy Festivus? What is Festivus? It's nothing. It's nothing. When George was growing Jerry, up, no. his father no. hated all the commercial and religious aspects of Christmas, yeah. so he made up his own holiday. Oh, and another piece of the puzzle falls into place. <laughs> And instead of a tree, didn't your father put up an aluminum pole? I'm going to watch you to have me now! I'm out of here. Happy Festivus. It's Festivus. When George was growing up, his father... It's nothing. It's a stupid holiday my father invented. It, it, it doesn't exist. Happy Festivus, Georgie. <laughs> Frank invented a holiday? He's so prolific. Welcome back. Hour to Festivus, our 10th annual Zucchino with you, Scully with you. Weeks on vacation. Adam, we forgot the poll this year. We did. Yeah. I forgot my Lucha Libre wrestling mask this year. I feel disheveled oh. from our travels. And we, yeah, I mean, I didn't do any push ups. <laughs> tradition here. The tradition, yes. You were supposed to be doing push ups and feats of but strength. But we did, remember, we always talked about our live studio audience for the show. Yes. We did have a live studio audience for our show at the uh, Swing Golf Lounge. Yes. Which was great. Yes. That was good to get out and see people yeah, again. Well, I hope we get fun. to do more of that I think next we will. year. I think yeah. We will. So uh, maybe some news on that to come, which oh, would be great. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see where that goes. Um, all right, Adam, uh, we've got our own feats of streaks and grievances yes, we do. that we'd like to get. So I'm, I'm going to give you the tea, sir. Let's start, let's start with the cup half full. I'm gonna, I, I like what Bob did. You, you know, Bob, start a cup half full, plenty of time to complain. Let's, let's, let's highlight some things that impressed us and thing that made us warm and fuzzy 
for the year of golf in 2021. Okay, first of all, the seven-way playoff for bronze in the men's golf in the Olympics, that was special. Yes, for us in Eastern time, it was in the middle of the night. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. But you were watching it live. I was watching it live. Weeks, he was watching it live. I remember thinking this is the best golf in terms of drama and ter- in terms of intrigue of the year. And it was, it was so much fun to see. As Rory McIlroy said, he's never worked so hard to finish third. Just because, you know, there's no money on the line. It's just all pride of being the one to hold a medal at the end of it. Of course, C.T. Pan uh, ended up winning uh, that bronze medal. That was that was a major uh, feat of strength. That's got to be one of my favorite quotes of the year from Rory McIlroy. And he's always super honest with the media, which we'll get to in Winners Weird <laughs> and What, of course. But that's uh, one of them for sure. Okay, how about, this is more specific to one shot. How about Jordan Spieth at the, at the Ryder Cup? The flop shot he hit. Wow. 17th hole, Friday morning. Yes. This thing goes 80 feet in the air, mm-hmm. 100 feet in the air. And then he pulls the Usain Bolt running down the hill. It, I mean, dangerous running down there. Thank goodness that wasn't Tiger or anyone right. older than Jordan Spieth doing that because we might not have seen them again. And, and if it looks that steep on TV, because I've played that hole and been there, and, and, trust me, TV is not doing that justice. So I know it looks steep on TV, but it is it is way steeper in reality. Plus, he was almost avoiding moguls going yes. down. He was going left, <laughs> right, and center trying to get his way through. And uh, another one here, one that we're so very fond of, of course, is uh, I'm a fan of hitting bombs. You're a fan of Phil Mickelson. Just Kiowa Island. Phil Mickelson, uh, one of the most unlikely victories we'll ever see. Yes, in hands down. The, the golf history, that was everything about that. First of all, Phil Mickelson winning the way he did, but almost the re- that was almost the return of fans to sports with all of those fans in the fairway swarming Phil, chanting Phil, 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 Phil. Took Brooks Kepka an hour and a half to get through the crowd just to get onto the 18th green. That was just... One of the great moments that sort of puts it gives you chills. Hundred percent. I, I have it as one of my feats as well. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite major championship of the year. It's it will be the most historic yes uh, uh, event we've seen this year in terms of relevancy in in the world of golf. The return of, of spectators, that scene to see all those people gather. It, it looked like Arnold Palmer at the Open Championship. One of my favorite statistics. Of the entire year, and something we might never be able to say, but when Alex Cheka won the U.S. Senior Open this year, for the first time ever in history, we were able to say that the U.S. Open champion is older than the U.S. Senior Open champion. It is the greatest. If I had to isolate the number one feat of strength in the world of golf in 2021, it has to be Phil Mickelson becoming the oldest major champion in history. And a game we're seeing where, you know, youth is taking a big charge. Don't count out the old guys just, just yet. yet. Just what about yet. personal feats of strength? Personal feats of strength on the golf course? I got faster. Yeah, your ball speed's ridiculous. Fun. We're going to get even faster, too, with yes. this new product that, uh, I mean, we've mentioned this probably six or seven times. We're so excited. It's it's, it's But there radical. used to be 15 yards between us, and now there's 40. Yeah. And I haven't gotten shorter. I haven't gotten longer. Yeah. But it's all you gaining. 
And it, it's been it's been a lot of hard work for me. I, I uh, you know you me I yeah. enjoy time in the gym. Yeah. My actual golf game I I didn't get to play as much golf this year. That might be a bit of a grievance, but right. I mean life gets in the way. Yes, obviously, of course. Yeah. So Spain's got to be a, a Spain. Highlight. Spain is a major highlight for me. Uh, I remember standing at Valderrama and with all the history there. You know Sergio Garcia's won there three times, and just thinking I, I don't want to move a piece of grass out of it. It just looks so pristine and perfect. It's a place. So we're, I know, sort of tiptoeing around there. I just want—I want to get back there. I want to get back there with you. That'd yeah, be, that'd we got to go. Maybe experience. I was saying this to Bob. Bob's never been either, so Bob and I are, have, have never done it. So, so yeah, a cu- couple of personal uh, feats of strength there. But maybe next year we'll report back with maybe even faster goals. Uh, well, there could be. It could be just just in a switch in gear. Yeah, could happen. Yeah. which we saw absolutely. How about you? How about some personal stuff? Uh, well, so a few uh, Tiger playing golf next week is is, oh, is, yes. is a feat of strength for yes. me for sure. I already talked about uh, Phil Mickelson. I think something that went a little bit under the radar that is going to develop as the years go on, and we might look back in a couple of years and go, wow, that was important. The alignment of the European Tour and the PGA Tour mm-hmm. and the work between Jay Monahan and Keith Pelley to really discuss how their schedules are going to work together and coexist. The perfect example, the Scottish Open, going to be a co-sanctioned event next year yeah. with both tours. This is a huge feat of strength for the game of golf. And I think in five years, when we turn around and look back at this decision in 21, we're going to go, wow. Because mm-hmm. this is only going to get deeper. I think that's a great feat of strength. What about John Rahm? Yeah. What about John Rahm with basically the memorial in his pocket, six-shot lead, gets yanked off the golf course because of COVID, and – handles it like the John Rom we knew was in there but never saw before. All of a sudden, this mature John Rom who's a father, who's a married guy, mm-hmm. who's ready to be number one in the world, he doesn't take a fit. He says, these are the rules. He follows the rules. What does he do? Comes back. It's the summer of Rom. He wins the U.S. Open with an epic finish at Torrey Pines and, and becomes the number one player in the world. I think that's a real uh, feat of strength. Uh from a personal standpoint, yes, this is pretty funny, Adam, because you're talking about ball speeds yes. and gaining ball speeds. And I, I will get faster next year just by switching to the new driver. Mm-hmm. We all will. So I can't yeah. really call that a feat of strength. Yeah, true. What you did was a feat of strength this year. <laughs> I, my feat of strength is not getting slower. That's good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I, I'm 46. Yeah. Uh, going to be 47 uh, Masters week, as mm-hmm. I, as I always, uh, my birthday always falls on Masters week. And uh, and if I can continue to play golf and not get slower, and once in a while, because of our friends at TaylorMade, get a, a few miles an hour in the other direction, that's a feat of strength at this point in 100%. my career, in my golf career, right? Uh, but the big one for me, I think personally, because I missed out on a lot of great things I was looking forward to this year. California with our friends at TaylorMade was huge. That was because. I said this earlier on when we did one of our year in reviews on what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the return of golf travel. I want the Can-Am Cup back. Looking forward to getting back to Ireland. I miss Spain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did get down to Congressional with my uh, right. with my best friend and play in, in the member guest, which was kind of like nice to, to be let out again. Oh, I'm being let out, right? Uh, so I'm looking forward to those things. But I but one of the in terms of of just my biggest personal uh, uh, feat of strength. Playing the entire year with one putter and one grip was huge for That's me. That's saying something yeah. right there. Yeah, absolutely huge for me. So I mean, you've gone through, there was one round you used six different 
ways to hold the putter. Yeah, use six different to, to hold the putter. And that's impressive just to think of six different ways you can. Not, but that's yeah. I mean, and but you're rolling the rock now. Yeah. yeah, so it's coming. Some would say it's unconventional. It is a little unconventional, but it's but it works for you. All right. Uh, I'm going to hold back some of these grievances because we've done some of these already. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I didn't do was uh, RNA and USGA. Come on. A 48 sha- sha- shaft uh, length is legal until somebody wins with it. We're just here again with the anchor putter. Yeah. Anchor putter's fine for 30 years until somebody starts winning with it. Yep. And here we are again with the 48 inch shaft. You got any more uh, you want to share? Anything from social media you want to uh, So I'll go per, uh, for some grievances uh, yeah. for the professional scale here first. How about Dustin Johnson's year? You're vanishing? Sort of. You know, remember last year around Festivus, our year in review sort of time frame where, you know, DJ had just won the November match. Masters in record-breaking fashion. We thought, oh my goodness, this guy's going to go on a Tiger-esque run. Wins in Saudi Arabia and then sort of MIA the rest of the year. Yes, he had that great performance at the Ryder Cup, both on and off the golf course. But But, but it's just sort of a weird year for DJ. Well, when a guy who's uh, on the verge of being a dominant world number one just never contends in any event of, of importance in a singles competition, yeah, it's a, it's a washed-out year. Another guy... Matt Kuchar, sort of, where have you been? Uh, yes, yeah, he's, get, he's getting older, perhaps, yeah. but, you know, him and John Wood, no longer a partnership. John Wood, yeah. now a commentator with NBC. Yeah. The first tournament out of the COVID break last June, he was 18th in the world. Now he's 99th. Oh, One top 10, 25 stars. The reverse anchor. No, anchoring, Going right on anchoring left hand, like, which hand is it, anchoring, Coach? As a yeah. right-hander, anchoring the yeah. putter on his back arm. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. But, you know, it's just a, a very strange year for Matt Kuchar, a very strange year for Justin Thomas as well. Mm. Obviously, his year didn't get off to the greatest of starts uh, with some comments made on the golf course, mm-hmm. uh, clothing sponsor dropping him as a result, some other sponsors as well, his grandfather passing away, winning the Players' Championship, which he had some really cool shots en route to winning that Players' Championship, but then a, sort of another strange, a lost year yeah. for Justin Thomas. One of the players, still, and that was kind of it, right? You think Justin Thomas, you know, he has that one major championship. That's, That's ridiculous. It. That's, it's, and it's, that was four and a half years ago. Unbelievably so, shocking that it's just one at Wild this to see for GK. Uh, what about Patrick Reed? Forgot him. Farmers yeah. Insurance Open. I, I had it here in my notes. Patrick Reed with another rules issue. It's embedded mm-hmm. as it hops into the thick rough at Torrey Pines, yeah. claiming it's embedded. It was bizarre. How that how that occurred. Do you want to hear some social media? Yeah, let's media hear a couple more for social media. Remember, giving away P790 irons. you got to jump in with us on uh, at Golf Talk Canada, Instagram and Twitter. If we use it on the air, you got a chance. We used a couple already. What do we got? Okay, Scott? so here's M Shoe 2 Feet of Strength. Golf wins is the, one of the safest escapes during the pandemic. His yes. grievance? Still with the white belt? Really? Yes. <laughs> you know what? I love that. That is fantastic. I, I bang on. The white, unless you're wearing white pants or white shorts. White shoes. How about white shoes? I can't the do The belt's got to match the shoes. I, I, can't, I, can't, really? I can't see the white belt now. Shock against the dark trousers. Mm. With the, I don't know. And our friend Casey at Adidas, has. this is one of his grievances. Every time really? I speak with Casey, he says, listen, white belt only with the white shorts and white, uh, white, shorts and white pants now. No more white belt uh, offsetting the shoes. Go collar. Go go to if you're wearing a navy pant. Go navy belt with the white shoes. That with the white shoes. Yeah, okay. this is what I'm hearing. I don't know. These... I'm thinking a fashion segment for next year. We take five. You know, we sort of Confused. walk down the runway. Right. right. Likes, dislikes, right. Venn diagram, perhaps. Right. Well, now nah, you know too. I'm I'm approaching my more toned down color years as Ooh. well, Adam. Oh. So that's you know okay. even as an Italian. <laughs> okay. Before we go to break, one more. All right. Uh, this is from Trav Fit 101. My strength. My daughter out driving me and saying. 
I got this, Dad, in a tournament twosome. <laughs> That's grievance, awesome. grievance. My daughter wrote driving me and saying, I got this, Dad. Ha, 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 ha. Love growing the game. That That's awesome. Is That's awesome. awesome. That is so good. Okay. Uh, someone's going to win a set of B790s, uh-huh. and we got some good we got ones some there. Good we got some candidates good, in there. Very much. On the other side, uh, TSN Edge Picks, future bets. For 2022, I know Adam's going to take a deep dive. I got a few for you as well. Who do we like, where, and why? And if you can find a little action or a little fantasy play, now might be the time for the future segment. TSN Edge coming up next. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay, and play. And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada, our 10th annual Festivus special. Zucchino, Scully, with you here today. TSN 1050 Radio, iHeartRadio app, TSN 2 simulcast on TV this morning. Whether you're listening or watching, thanks for jumping in. We're having some fun this morning. We're giving away a set of P790 tailor-made irons for our our listeners and our viewers that share their grievances and feats of strength in the game of golf on Golf Talk Canada, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, it is our TSN Edge moment uh, each week. Uh, TSN Edge, your home for all your fantasy needs, and Golf Talk Canada lets you know who we like in the game of golf. We've already picked a few winners this year, Adam. We each have two. Two winners each, both you and I, for the the kickoff to the fall portion of the Mm -hmm. wraparound schedule. So we head into the calendar year with two wins under our belts already. Doing quite well. And not many missed cuts either. Like, fairly consistent. There was one week where things sort of went off the deep end a little bit miscut wise But, yeah, we've we've done well. Overall, so bad. So, not so bad. So we'll be back. uh, Century Tournament of Champions. Uh, You'll be there. From Maui. I will be on the ground. That is my return to normalcy on my PGA Tour radio team. Uh, so looking forward to getting back on the ground. I haven't been on the ground for quite some time with the PGA Tour radio team for uh, for obvious reasons. Yes. Uh, and getting back to do the first two events in Hawaii. And we will kick off our TSN Edge calendar year with those events from Hawaii and, and pick up where we left off. But we thought we'd have some fun today with some future yeah. bets. So I've got a couple futures for you here that I think that uh, yours truly is probably going to jump in on. First one is uh, Colin Morikawa to win mm-hmm. the Masters. Uh, annually, the, the narrative you hear at Augusta is that bombers do well at Augusta. you got to take advantage of the par 5. That is not a false narrative. That is accurate. Mm-hmm. Par 5 scoring, extremely important at Augusta National. However, there is one statistic in this century, since the year 2000, that has been a more dominant statistic when identifying who the Masters champion is going to be. And it's strokes gained approach. It's the best iron player that typically rises to the top. Have there been outlier years? Yes, but year in and year out, this century, great iron players win at Augusta. So you're looking for great iron players and players that dominate par five. So who's the greatest iron player in the world? Well, it's the number two player in the world, Colin Marikawa, who I feel will be the world number one player at some point in the near future. And he is 13 to one right now to win the Masters. Uh, and some places have him second or third, uh, depending where you are currently, Rom, the betting favorite uh, in most sports books, uh, at uh, as the favorite to win the Masters. Yep. But I like Colin Morikawa thirteen to one as my futures bet, 
And I like Sam Burns. I think Sam Burns a value there. Okay. has a value play at Augusta. And trying to find him here at 45 to 1, Sam Burns. Okay. 45 to 1. Check out Sam Burns. This is his last nine starts on the PGA Tour. Tied for third, tied for seventh, tied for fifth, tied for 14th, a victory. A tie for 18th, a tie, an eighth, a tie for 21, and a tie for second. That's right. In his last nine starts, he's got a win, a second, and his worst finish is a tie for 21. He's a bomber. He destroys par fives. 45 to 1, great value, Sam Burns. Okay, so I'm going to stick with the Masters theme okay. as well. And I've, I've got two guys that I'm looking at here. All right. You mentioned some of the great ball strikers on the PGA Tour do well. How about Corey Connors? Some great value, 66 to 1. Top 10s at both of the Had Masters. Had a chance to win in April. Yep, and he came T10 in November Which we as forget well. that, yes. Yeah, he had a hole-in-one in the third round of the April Masters right. and ended up finishing t- tied for eighth. I like Corey Connors, 66-1. to one. Again, which we'll have this conversation during our year-in-review show, if Corey Connors is putting well and he's got the experience this year was leading the PGA Championship mm-hmm. after 18 holes. You got to think that him and Mackenzie Hughes are more comfortable in their skin in those totally. situations this year. Totally. Yeah. And another, another guy for the Masters, Patrick Cantlay, 22 to 1 right now. Of course, back when Tiger Woods won in 2019, Patrick Cantlay had the lead for about 11 minutes on Sunday, <laughs> but he still had the lead on the back nine at the Masters. So this is a guy who's played well at, the, at Augusta before, obviously had a great finish, FedEx Cup champion, player of the year. A little discussion about that for Patrick Cantlay in 2021. I like him at the Masters coming up at 22 to 1. That's a good one, too. Okay. Uh, I'm going to move to the Open for my uh, next uh, future. I'm going to go Louis Oosthuizen. Yeah. The question with Louis Oosthuizen as we head to 2022 will be, uh, does he have confidence? And is he still the guy that puts him in, uh, himself in position at every major like we saw in 2021? Or does he now deal with scar tissue mm-hmm. where he won't be able to get back? He wasn't able to close the deal again last year. And it's going to be interesting to see. I like the value play at 22 to 1 at the Open Championship. Why? We're going back to St. Andrews in 2010. It's the home of his only major championship. Not a bad little look at Louis Oosthuizen at the uh, at the Open Championship in July. And my final futures, and I can't find this bet yet, but I'm looking for it because I've seen these mm-hmm. bets before. It is a President's Cup year. Yep. This is a dominant U.S. side. You saw what they just did to the European squad. This is a team now led by Shoffley, Morikawa, Cantley. Not to say that the DJs aren't going to have good team events, but I mean the spirit of this room has changed by, by youth that don't carry scar tissue. If you can get a bet where you give away three and a half points, you give away a field goal and a bet against the President's Cup uh, international team, take it. I think, I think America waxes waxes the international team when we get to Coil Hollow. All right, Adam, what are the remainder of your futures? Okay, so I have two here. Uh, I'll just start at the U.S. Open uh, because this is maybe not as much of an outlandish value play that I'm about to tell you. Okay. But first of all, U.S. Open, Xander Shoffley, 18-1 to right now. For a guy who's never finished outside the top 10 in the U.S. Open in his career, hard not to like Xander Shoffley. Of course, this year before the U.S. Open at his home course, Torrey Pines playing at home, he changed his – he went to an arm bar putter, which was – Yeah, that was – that, 
Why? 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 Why are you doing this? But that was bizarre. And then we get to the Open Championship. And you talk about Louis who stays and he's played well there before. He's won there before. You know who else has won there? I knew yeah. this was coming. Tiger Woods has I won there. I knew this was coming. If you see Tiger Woods at 50 to 1, out of St. Andrews? We're jumping on that bandwagon because yeah. he's going to have some, hopefully, some competitive reps at this point. Who knows what kind of draw he'll get with the weather. Mm-hmm. you got to keep it in play off the tee. It's an know. easy walk. It's an easier walk. It's big greens, and you know he's someone who's done well at the Open Championship before. Obviously, his leg putting has to be good. Why not? That 50 is to epic. 1, Tiger Woods? At 50 to 1? Yeah. Well, if he listen, if he's playing, if he's got two or three PGA Tour events under his belt, by the time we get to July, if we've seen him at a major, if we've seen him at the players, and he's 50-1 to 1 and we're going to St. Andrews, you know what? I might be right with you. But that. if he's played a couple events, I'm guessing his odds will drop significantly, probably in the Which is why we got to make that now. Exa- I know. And you got to be bold. Woo, be Let's bold hope. on it. Yeah. That is awesome. All right. On the other side, Adam, it is our uh, winner's weird and what of the year yep. here on our Festivus special. More coming up on GTC. This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay, and play. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cadillac. Springtime is a lot like a Cadillac, spirited, vibrant, and you definitely know when it arrives. Put a little spring in your drive with the Cadillac XT4, XT5, or XT6. Visit Cadillac.ca. Your Cadillac is waiting. Cadillac, never stop arriving. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. A Festivus for the rest of us, our 10th annual Festivus special. And we should mention that Golf Talk Canada Season 12. Season 12. Where's the time gone? You were Uh, 18 when it started. I was... (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's a... uh, 34. That's a big... uh, 34 to 46. That's a good hunk. That is a good hunk of life right there, right? Um, (laughs) Wow. Okay. We kick off February 7th. Our brand new season, season 12 of Golf Talk Canada Radio, Golf Talk Canada TV returns February 23rd. An earlier start this year. Mm -hmm. Why, Adam, you ask? Because the FedEx Cup has moved up. So we're trying to just kind of align ourselves with the PGA Tour season, with major championship golf. Of course, TSN, you're home for all your major championship golf. Uh, and we want to be uh, in the right spot at the right time. The FedEx Cup gets handed out third week of uh, August. August this year. Third week different. of August. Very different. different. And then we'll stay on the air for TV past the FedEx Cup to bridge the gap to the President's Cup, mm-hmm. which will be kind of like our end of our regular TV season. Of course, radio, we just never stop talking. Every Monday. Just We're talk. here. We're 10 a.m. to noon. Talk, talk, talk. talk. Yeah, and and maybe next year, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll be get, we'll be releasing some social media posts throughout the the holiday season. Do you have any suggestions for us? Do you have any segment? Yeah, ideas? you know what? That's a good idea you know? because we yeah we uh, uh, if you want to hear segment, please reach out to us yeah. Twitter, Instagram. Let us know. You want to hear all of Mark's putting styles? Do you want to hear every single one? That could take more than one show. <laughs> do you want to hear how can we improve the game? Do you want pace of play? What do yeah, you want to know? What do you want to know? know? You want more lessons? Whatever it is, hit us up. We'll try to incorporate it into radio and TV next year. This is the time of year where we get to reimagine yeah. what we do for the year. So. Yeah. 
We love we love our listeners and our viewers. You guys are great. So jump in with us. All right. Uh, it is time for our favorite segment. Yep. It is winners, we are the what, the good, the bad, the ugly, and Adam, the tea is mine. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. All right, my winner uh, is going to echo what uh, some of our listeners and viewers have, have chimed in on social media uh, in terms of feats of strength, and it's the game of golf. Mm-hmm. And it's really, if you go back to 2020, golf was really the first game and sport to say, hey, we can come back and we can do this safely. This is not the end of the world here. Yep. We can go play golf. This is how we do it. And then coming into year two of this pandemic, for me, it kind of it went a step further. Because not only is participation up at the amateur level again, uh, Team Canada flags all over the place. Uh, it's a global phenomenon with participation, not necessarily just a Canadian phenomenon, but well done Team Canada across the board, Golf Ontario, uh, Golf Canada, uh, I mean, and just the Canadian golf community. The support that Bob echoed of when we got shut down in Ontario and how they unified and they pushed back. I mean, it, it is my winner for the year. Uh, and, and to your point, Adam, when we saw those images of Phil Mickelson and the crowds and stuff, it was not just golf led the way in 2020, in 2020 and then it led the way back to closer to normal in 2021. Mm-hmm. And in all likelihood, it'll lead the way right back to full-blown normal in 2022. Let's hope. Fingers crossed for that. And the interesting thing about that is when, when golf did reopen in Ontario, it actually did reopen, yes, that was the same weekend as the PGA Championship. So it's sort of wow. tied in well together. There you go. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, my weird, uh, don't you feel like you were played? Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka. <laughs> don't you feel that? It starts off with some jabs in social media. Some eye rolling. Some eye rolling. The interview that Kepka did at the PGA Championship. I mean, uh, it, it just felt bizarre and weird. It felt like they were taking a grab at the at the player's pool of money for social media that was announced this year. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the crescendo is this made-for-TV match that was completely unwatchable, almost entertainment-free. I didn't think you could do it. You know what was the best part of that match, sorry? Phil? Phil. 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 Yes. Phil yeah. was the best. With, with the, if you remove Phil Mickelson from that broadcast in the analyst role, and he played it right. He played it like it was a fun thing. Mm-hmm. He didn't play it like he was breaking down the yep. U.S. Open here. Phil played it right. With the exception of that, it was almost entertainment-free. Saul's entertainment. Well, especially because the guys wouldn't talk to each other. They're in different carts. Bryson didn't play very well. Kepka, you know, he made some birdies in the 12-hole match that only lasted nine holes. Yeah. But it's, uh, you wonder what was going on behind closed doors. We saw that hug at the Ryder Cup. Those two heartfelt hugs from Bryson and Brooks together. But, you know, who knows? And my what? And, okay, I'm going to stay on the, I'm going to keep pounding this because it keeps coming up. And if it doesn't go away, I'm going to keep harping on it. But this Live Golf Foundation, uh, excuse me, Federation, headed up by Greg Norman, who has obviously sold his soul to the to the devil on this, to create a league where they're going to hand out, you know, millions of, we're talking 50 million, uh, to hand out to guys to come play in a Saudi-backed golf league uh, to compete against the PGA Tour. Listen, I'm a capitalist, okay? I'm an entrepreneur. I believe in competition. I have no problem with competition, even though I'm an employee as well of the, of the PGA Tour and I'm a PGA Tour guy. I have no problem. You'll never hear me say competition's bad. Mm-hmm. Competition is good. This has nothing to do with competition. This is with where the money's coming from and who's behind this. 
And we're trying to live in a time where we're trying to be better people. Mm -hmm. We're trying to speak better. We're trying to acknowledge things from the past. We're just all trying to do better. Now, do sometimes things go off the rails still? Do we still drop the ball? Of course we do. But I like to think the intent of the planet is in a better place than it was 10, 15, 20, whatever years ago you want to go. Mm -hmm. But when we're willing to watch the check clear, where there's you know there's no women's rights, there's no gay rights, there's no journalists' rights, people end up dead, heads chopped off, whatever you want to call, however deep you want to go down this well. But as long as the check clears, it's okay. You've sold your soul to the devil. It will remain my what until it goes away. Mm-hmm. Forget it. All right, Scully. Before I take up another twenty minutes angry about uh, the live God, this all goes back to normal. before before I throw the TV in. <laughs> you and I had this chat. When we were in California, because a lot of people aren't old enough to remember you weren't born or you were just born. Mm. That in the early 90s, Greg Norman went after the PGA Tour for a World Golf League. He had a bee in his bonnet back in the early 90s. And it ended up that the PGA Tour reacted at the time and turned it into the World Golf Championship Series. That's what it was born from Norman pushing Mm. back at the time. And trying to complain that the best players in the world didn't play against each other. They should be paid another level. This is a bee in the bonnet back from the early 90s. And we can't forget that. So there you go. All right. Maybe we'll do deeper on this uh, early. I think we will. I'm sure we'll have information in February. All right, Adam. The tea is yours. Yeah, well, I I had the coffee. I got to activate the calves. And I got to step on one here. (laughs) Come on, baby. That's what I'm going to do today. Hit bombs and attack the pin. All right, Mark, so many different ways we could go uh, for my winners. We were up, but my winner this year is Michael Visaki. I love this. One of the great stories we saw throughout the year. He uh, it was a, a legend on the uh, mini tours in Florida, and he Monday qualified for the Valspar Championship, and there was a camera on him when he called home. He said, Mom and Dad, I, I made it. And he's bawling his eyes out. It's, uh, it's, it was a remarkable video. Of course, he went on to miss the cut at the Valspar Championship. But from then, you know, Justin Thomas has helped him financially a little bit, trying to make it. And, uh, you know, the future looks bright here for Michael Vasaki. But this is one of the great stories. I love the interaction with the Justin Thomas was probably yeah. the highlight for me. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's going to continue uh, in a positive, this story, to, as you pointed out. But I love that interaction. And, you know, we forget because we get to watch these the Rory McIlroys of the world and the mm-hmm. DJs and this and that. We forget not everybody out there is a multi-gazillion millionaire. Some exactly. guys are fighting for their lives, fighting for their career, journeymen. This is so cool. It really is. And, and there's a little segment on SportsCenter called Why We Love Sports. Right it's worth there. checking out. That's, right why, there. that's why we love sports. There you go. Uh, right there. Okay, my weird this week. You mentioned Rory McIlroy. Why are you chasing speed? So here we are at the Players' Championship. <laughs> you know, I, I went down a rabbit hole trying to get three or four more miles per hour. Okay, hold on a second yeah. here. You're flying at 320, yeah. and what? you're chasing speed. Uh, well, of course. I, 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 don't make, I don't play the game for a living. I mean, if I hit a 380 left, right, center, I don't care. It's just going 380. But for Rory McIlroy, this guy makes a gajillion dollars a year, and he got caught up in the whole Bryson hoopla, yes, winning did. the U.S. Open, doing something that no one has ever done. And he was explaining how his swing got more rotational. Yes, he had more speed, but we've spoken about this so many times how, you know, with the wedges, he either hits the short right or long left, and he just got caught down this rabbit hole with his game. Just sort of, that was weird for Rory, but his whole season was weird. 
It's two keys really? for Rory. He's got to get control of his emotions in his mind again. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have control of the machine under pressure. So you got to calm down and, and figure that out. And he's got to get better inside 120 yards. It's simply down to the wedges. Even his puttings come around. Yeah. Like his putting strokes look really good at times this year. This is very simple. Calm down, improve your wedges. Stop chasing speed. Well, calm down, too. He went incredible Hulk after in Dubai. That's what I mean. You know? Now, listen, we love the fact that he's passionate. Yeah. And we love the fact that he cares. And I wish more players were like Rory's speaking out against certain things that I just ranted on. Right. He is a leader in many ways, but we really want... I, the game's better when Rory's contending at majors and winning. I hope he figures it out. I totally I, I agree as well. Hopefully we can complete that career grand slam. How great of a story that would be uh, in April. Okay, my what this year... What's next for Bryson DeChambeau? <laughs> we saw him gain so we saw him go from, you know, being a, a regular looking human being to mm-hmm. the Michelin man to sort yes. of losing 15 pounds. He had, you know, mental issues in terms of he couldn't see for a little bit. I got Augusta National last yeah, November. That was strange. That, that, that was, was that was weird. That was weird. But then now he's trying to, you know, the world long drive which was fascinating to watch how And he and he, and did he competed. Well. Yes. But what's next? I mean, are we going to see 200-mile-an-hour ball speed yes. all the time? Is He's using, allegedly, a three-degree driver. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious, how much longer can his body take this mm-hmm. in terms of Swinging all the stress? Because yes. he's clearly a different-looking guy in terms yes. of muscle and size. How long can your body take that before it just says, no, 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 we got to shut this down? I I'm curious. Know. I don't know, Adam. That's a good question yeah. because I think he's got to, if he's going to continue down this path, um, he's got a short window to get things done, really? right? Here's the interesting I find thing. Assuming he hasn't done any kind of ir- irreversible damage yet because of his age, mm-hmm. let's assume he's healthy still. And he's taken it to this number of 200 miles an hour plus that we've all seen, right? Like if he were to scale back now, his baseline has come up so high. I think if you were just to scale down, you know, our friend Ian Fraser mm-hmm. yeah, at, yeah. Uh, at THT, who were there with at Ian and Matt, and those guys, nobody knows their stuff more in this country uh, than, than those guys when it comes to this ang- this part of the game, the custom fill- fitting and, and the speed and the dynamics of, of how the modern-day golf swing aligns with equipment, et cetera. And they talk about baseline a lot when they're talking about speed drills and stuff. It's like, because you don't go to the golf course and swing at 110 miles an hour. You do that in training, and you get your speed up so that when you go to the golf course and you put your stock swing on something, mm-hmm. your baseline numbers come up. Yep. Not for DeChambeau. No. He goes to the golf course swinging at 110 miles an hour shoes, and that's why he gave us one of the most bizarre nine holes of the year, which was the back nine at, at, at Torrey Pines where he shot 1,000 when he, he had one hand on the trophy. 44 on the back yes. nine at, at the U.S. Open. I should say, though, I, I, I love that Bryson is doing this because it's, it's something different. It's something yes. totally – we've never seen this before. Someone completely reshape his body to become yes. the incredible Hulk and go play golf. But if, but if he goes and swings it at 80 85% with a stock swing with a ball speed of 183, does he not win more golf championships? Maybe, you know, we talk about how Golf Talk Canada should rule the world. Maybe he should get in his ear and maybe be a swing instructor. Maybe. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Uh, I can't imagine I'm the only person telling him this, Adam. Yeah. But if he wants to swing at 213 ball speed, we'll do it. Why not? Go for it. All right. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up because on the other side, we're going to give away a we're set of P7. We're giving away irons. Next We've segment, we're giving away for Festivus a set of P790 irons. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Cadillac. Springtime is a lot like a Cadillac, spirited, vibrant, 
and you definitely know when it arrives. Put a little spring in your drive with the Cadillac XT4, XT5, or XT6. Visit Cadillac.ca. Your Cadillac is waiting. Cadillac, never stop arriving. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new ZG21. Lightweight with zero compromise. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada as we wrap up our 10th annual Festivus specials. Aquino and Scully with you. Bob was on vacation. He joined us in hour one. Uh, but Bob, Adam, and I are back for our year in review television special, our year in review television special. So keep an eye on that. It's a 60-minute year in review special. will be airing over the holiday season on TSN a few times. So when TSN starts airing their best ofs and their top 10 lists of the year and look back retrospectives on the year that was 2021, look for the Golf Talk Canada crew. Uh, to get our two cents in uh, there as well. And uh, we'll do that on TSN TV coming up in December. Uh, season 12 of Golf Talk Canada kicks off uh, Monday, February 7th on TSN Radio, iHeartRadio app. That is every Monday coming at you in the year of 2022 from 10 in the morning till noon on TSN 1050 uh, online at tsn.ca, iHeartRadio app, uh, as well as a few of the other TSN stations in the country. And every Monday after major events, and we say major events, we're not just uh, including the four majors. We're including the Players' Championship, the RBC Canadian Open, the President's Cup, etc. So about 12 Mondays in the year, we'll be doing this right here. We'll be simulcasting Golf Talk Canada Radio on TSN2 television as well. So that all kicks off February 7th. And then... February 23rd is the new season of Golf Talk Canada. We're back. And again, like Adam said earlier in the show, jump in on social media, Twitter, Instagram. We'll fire a few things out yeah. over the offseason saying, you know, what else would you like to see? You know, we, we do deep dives into the Canadian golf scene and deep dives into the PGA Tour and the professional world of golf. But what else would you like to see? Do you want more travel? Do you want more equipment? Do you want more rules? Do you want more uh, lessons, uh, getting better at this game? What would you like us to t- uh, touch base on? Let us know and we'll, uh, we'll do it for you next year in 2022. All right. Uh, thanks to all of our sponsors. Obviously, you're all uh, very important to what we do and who we are. Uh, special thanks today to t- uh, one of our presenting sponsors, along with Pictum Honey Asset Management, is our good friends at TaylorMade Golf. have been with us for over 10 years here on Golf Talk Canada. And, and once again, as always, 20 Weeks of TaylorMade will be back next year. Mm-hmm. We'll have news on 20 Weeks of TaylorMade throughout the winter. It's back for 2022. But like always, Adam, they stepped up. They said, let's give away a set of P. 790 irons, the hottest iron in the game. Let's give away a set for Festivus, for someone who chimed in on social media with feats of strength and grievances. We got a winner. Let's should let's just announce the winner and let. Do you have the? the, the I've got it. You got it oh, right. Yeah. Let's 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 uh, let's announce the winner. Who won the irons and why? Okay, thanks to everyone who reached out to us for to uh, your feats of strength, your airing of the grievances, but our winner. Of the TaylorMade P790 irons is Mr. Brian Barch. And of course, Brian uh, commented on our Instagram post saying, My feet of strength this year, ordered a set of P790s. They showed up in July, played my first round, shot a personal best of 72. Then they had to take a bit of a break, so his brother uh, asked to use the irons. 
And he decided he liked them so much, he sent me a check back instead of my clubs. So still playing with my old gamers. He has the new sticks. My little brother is such a weasel, just saying. <laughs> Brian, will be in touch with you on, on uh, social media, and you'll have your hands on some new P790 irons very soon. That's an incredible story. Yeah. Absolutely awesome. A personal best, the first time with his brand new irons, and unfortunately has to uh, take some time off due to medical reasons, and the brother yep. comes in. Well done. Congratulations, Brian, and uh, you're going to love those P790s, and uh, who knows, maybe they... I'm going 90 or 70. I just wow. I haven't figured out okay. where yet. Okay. Yeah. I'm thinking it's going to land 90. I really do. I think whenever you go for the session, I I want to be there. You want to go there for <laughs> maybe a live stream. A live stream. Yeah. What do you have coming up over the holiday season, Adam? I'm uh, I'm off to Florida. Nice. I'm off to uh, our our base in Florida. My family is already already down there. My first Christmas as an uncle. Yes, that's which, awesome. Which I'm very excited that's about. Cool. And yeah. uh, get get some golf in, get some R and R in, turn the phone off for a couple days. Nice. Looking forward to being down. Then, then of course, covering the World Junior Hockey Championships, which is uh, going on in Edmonton, starting Boxing well, Day. Well, you're on TSN. You have an amazing family, so give them my best, Will please. Do. Thank and, you. And I hope you guys have a great holiday down there. And I'm jealous. So, uh, so uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to the Scully thank family, you. and thank you. You carried the ball so much for for Bob and I this year. And uh, you do an amazing job, as always. And you're going to be carrying the ball, the ball again a lot <laughs> in 2022, as uh, my travel schedule is crazy. So you'll be in this seat a ton and at that podium a ton yep. in 2022 as, as Bob and I get back to normal. I'll use quotations normal. normal. Normal just means we get back to work. Yes. I don't know if it's still going to be that normal. Normal. But uh, as it moves in that direction, <laughs> you're going to be doing a lot of this. I, and, of course, everything you do behind the glass. And uh, thanks to Chris behind the glass and everybody mm-hmm. uh, week in, week out that helps us uh, with our uh, our program, TV yeah. and radio. Like there's, a, there's so many amazing bodies here at TSN that they're just the best at what they do and uh, they need to be included. Uh, so thanks to them. Happy holidays to everyone. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We're back next year. We can't do it without you. We love what we do and we can't wait to do it again in 2022. Remember, first good decision on the golf course, it always starts in the closet. Thank you for watching and listening. This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Adidas Golf and the all-new ZG21. Lightweight with zero compromise. Thank you for listening to GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit golftalkcanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television, weekly on the TSN Television Network.